Welcome to the 100th episode of The Recognition. My name is Neely. I'm here with Kaylee. Kaylee, congrats. Congrats to you as well. Oh, yeah. This is a very exciting milestone. Wow. We made it. Um, you know, it, it's crazy to think. Um, what is it? Two years ago? Yeah. Um, just about now. Started this. Same time of year, right? Just before Employee Appreciation Day. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? We should do a podcast. <laughs> um, and, and wow, what what a journey it's been. Uh, to think back of all the people that we've talked to, all the conversations we had, the things we've learned, um, and the things that we've shared uh, with all of you. So thanks for those of you that have been along for the ride. Thanks yeah. that, uh, to those that are just joining. Um, it's uh, It's been cool. Um, I, I think what we want to do today is really something kind of brief, right? We usually have these little shorty episodes every once in a while. It's been a minute since the two of us have just <laughs> sat down. Yeah. Uh, we're just running around like crazy people. Um, so Kaylee's pulled together a couple of things that you need to know right now. Um, and I think what's really uh, interesting about these three facts, these three pieces, um, is that the importance and the relevance of the stuff that we talk about uh, is really more important than ever. Um, and uh, you know, I'm encouraged by that. I'm um, motivated by that, that mm-hmm. I think there's, there's more conversations we can be having, there's more data we can be sharing, uh, and there's more work that we can do uh, to make work better for people. So uh, Katie, what did you bring to us? All right. Well, I think we have to start off here with remote work because that's been one of the biggest trends in the last X number of years. Unfortunately, remote workers seem to be getting the short end of the stick. So this comes from Wall Street Journal data, and they found that remote workers are 35% more likely to be laid off than hybrid or on-site workers. So specifically diving into this a little bit more, in 2023, 10% of remote workers were laid off and only 7% of in-office or hybrid workers. They are also more likely to quit than their counterparts. Um, I mean, I think there's a lot of different reasons this could be the case. Obviously, not being in person ever means you probably have a little bit weaker relationships, bonds with people in the office, um, which could be those reasons those people are being promoted or being let go or quitting themselves. I think it makes sense. Um, also, pandemic overhiring was very much a thing. Yeah, um, we were con- and that was very concentrated on these remote friendly industries and roles. So lots of people hired in there. Yeah, I guess that's fair. You know, it's all about tech layoffs right so how many roles uh as an engineer or developer or, or you know those type of roles that are naturally remote they're just being laid off because it's just the industry um but no i, I think there might be an underlying current of you know i don't have a real relationship with my manager with my team with with anybody and then if it if it feels like that person is on an island then it feels like you know um maybe we're not losing as much by making that cut to a remote worker. Um, so again, I think it, it speaks to the power of uh, personal connection at work. And I guess in this case, it'll save your job. So um, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's funny. We just talked about connection and that importance. Yeah. But now we're going to talk about disconnection. Okay. In Australia, hmm. legislation has just passed um, was just passed by the Senate and is now on to final approval in the House for the right to disconnect. Hold on. 
Can you explain this to me with an Australian accent? Um, no, I'm, no? I'm definitely not Dang. going to attempt that. Right, I, I really appreciate it's the hundredth I, episode. I, I appreciate the ask. I'm not going to embarrass myself like Whatever. that on on the podcast. Um, but they are. So basically, this right to disconnect is the idea that workers do not have to continue working. They do not have to respond to emails, Teams messages. They don't have to have their laptop open hmm. beyond working hours. And companies cannot infringe upon this right. So wow. there are a few other countries that have done this. We have Belgium, France, Germany, and Italy. And I think something important to note here is that Australia is fourth in work-life balance behind New Zealand, Spain, and France. Hmm. So... I think these things that they are doing um, definitely play a part in that work-life balance. Um, also, U.S. is down at 53, so it's not Like great. 53rd not in the great. world yeah. for work-life 53rd balance? 53rd in the world. So that's not great for us, but well, go I mean, Australia. Yeah, way to go. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I think if you know those current Americans out there are not surprised, likely, that we're ranked low uh, in work-life balance, uh, I know that I'm you know, always on, right? We call mm-hmm. it a leash for a reason that, um, you know, sometimes stuff breaks. And again, I think that's also the nature of some of these jobs um, requires 24-7 availability. I'm not saying that they're always on, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, should something go go bad, people have responsibilities and, and need to um, be available for that. Um, I guess what's interesting here is that what impact is this going to have overall on compensation, right? Because the big you know, you know, some of the commentary around this is, well, you're paid a certain salary for certain working hours. And, you know, if you're going to extend that to 24 seven, then I need, mm-hmm. you know, three times the money. Um, I- I'm wondering how that would work in the opposite, right? It's like, okay, this is a position that is, you know, right to disconnect. So your core, your solid hours are eight to five. And then beyond that, it's nothing. And then because of that, we're going to pay you for a 40 hour work week. Like it's a, it's a solid defined 40 hour work week. Mm. I'd just be interested to watch that sort of the, the compensation um, evolution once this, if this does get passed, um, how do people start reconsidering how we're going to compensate individuals that are choosing to disconnect or have the right to do that uh, and then are taking advantage of that? Yeah, that is super interesting to think about. Um, On to our final piece of research. Yes. This comes to us from Gallup, and this is the cost of quiet quitting um, or that, you know, the money lost due to productivity going down because people are unhappy. Can you guess how many dollars in productivity were lost last year in the U.S.? Dollars of productivity lost in the U.S. in 2023. Mm-hmm. A billion. It's 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 really high it's way higher it's more mm-hmm. two billion <laughs> it's, it's 1.9 trillion 1.9 trillion dollars in lost productivity mm-hmm. sounds like kind of insane mm. um actually 8.8 trillion globally well wow. um so it's speculated that this is due to you know the disruption of the pandemic um a lot of people have been dissatisfied ever since then more employees are saying they don't know what's expected of them Mm. um i think yeah it's it's interesting i think this could have to do with confusion of people returning to office not really knowing what's expected of them am i supposed to be in person am i still remote am i hybrid um i think there's confusion there and then obviously if people were trained during the pandemic um there's chances that they didn't learn as much as they needed to they didn't get that in person um they didn't get those in-person interactions and those touch points where they, you know, they'd learn a lot more and get to know their role a lot better if they were in person. Um, so a lot to consider what go into, goes into this. I can't. So a lot to think about 
what goes into this loss of productivity. Yeah, I think we've talked about the engagement numbers at work, right? A third are actively engaged. Um, another third, uh, actually, I think that middle grew in 2023, where it's just like, um, you know, disengaged, but then actively disengaged uh, is really your your detractors, the people that are just like actively, um, clearly irritated, clearly not happy. Um, I think what's interesting, um, stats, um, that are flying around about quiet quitting. Um, I think it's like half, like 50% mm. of people, uh, at work, uh, are like just giving minimum effort, trying to coast, trying to get by. Um, and I, I understand like there's a little bit of, uh, a, a memeing of this where it's quiet quitting and we're trying to be cool. Um, I wonder, like, historically, has that always been the case? There's, like, half – if you think about your office right now, mm -hmm. do you think half of them are, like, keeping their head down, like, trying to coast, like, just trying not to get in trouble, trying not to stick out too much, maybe meeting minimum requirements, but not really putting in that above and beyond effort? That's probably tougher for us to say, like, a smaller mm -hmm. company. But, like, if you're in, like, a corporation where there's, like, all, yeah. this, all this fluff, it's like, yeah, no, totally. Like, Jim, <laughs> what? Like, the dude, like, hardly works, does anything. But for whatever reason, he's been here for 12 years. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like it's not so much, like, a recent trend as much as it is um, we're just asking these questions in, in the yeah. polls and, and things. And then it's becoming, you know, trendy to talk about it. But still, a staggering number to think that if you were to increase the engagement of your workforce, how much value in productivity would you gain? Mm -hmm. And then if you are choosing not to engage your employees and try to impact that one third engaged, two thirds disengaged number, um, is that actively costing mm -hmm. your business money? Um, definitely, like to me, that's the biggest call out for the need for, you know, the stuff that we do and, and the stuff that, you know, HR and people leaders are trying to do is to generate more engagement and more connection with their team to get more out of them. Um, not in like a manipulation way, but like, do you want to be here? Do you want to contribute? Are like, are we on the same page uh, and then gain alignment and then go? Um, I, I think the, like that just speaks to the criticality of that. And then now it's now it's on paper, right? So now it's if, impacting the bottom line. You bring up a lot of good points there. Oh, and thank you. I mean, maybe you're right. Like maybe people always have kind of been quiet quitting. Um, I think the difference is that now people are going from quiet quitting to just straight up quitting, quitting well, or hard quitting. Loud quitting. Um, loud quitting. Um, especially we're seeing younger generations being more willing to quit when they're not being fulfilled in their jobs and they're not finding that connection. Um, so just an interesting. Yep. Um, and again, people are familiar with the job market, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, low unemployment rate, but then lots of available, um, positions, which means the people that are going to fill those positions currently are employed. So, yes. Yes, <laughs> um, indeed. uh, one final plea, uh, talk to your people, get them talk engaged. Talk to them. Um, get a sense of if they feel connected, if they feel recognized, if they feel like they've, they're being properly communicated to, if they feel like they have a voice in their organization. Those are our four pillars of engagement. Um, so yeah, that should be a worthwhile conversation. I think we should give our listeners a gift. A gift? A gift. That's really nice. What so should we give them? It's um, Well, first, a little fun fact. Um, the intro music to The Recognition. Um, we wrote this song. It's not really a song. It's just like a, it's like an it's instrumental beat, right? Um, out here uh, in the family room uh, at Recognition, and we just use GarageBand, and maybe that's obvious to a bunch <laughs> of people that it's that. But uh, yeah, we produced our own uh, theme music, and now uh, we're gonna beatbox 
that we theme music. Should not. Do we, that. We're gonna do. That. We can't. Do Come that. on, Kaylee. Just a little bit. Ready? Thanks for listening, everybody. That was really good. That was really good. Oh no, for real. While we special gift we put together a little complete compilation using our custom music editing ability um so happy 100 here's to the next 100 and then happy employee appreciation day we are here with brad derouge lisa moody andrew bishop jill plate john brickner josh kearns trisha heisinga brad derouge Kim Carter, Mike Shmoleski, Trisha Heisinga, Andrew Bishop, Tony Johnson, Trisha Heisinga, Andrew Bishop, Trisha Heisinga, Andrew Bishop, Abby Gogolski, Josh Kearns, Tom McCauley, Leslie Strong, Lisa Moody, Amy Horton, Brad DeRouge, Steve Heisinga, Steve Brown, Andrew Bishop, Emily Babson, Dr. Germany Thompson, David Klein, Hannah Padness, Jane Newton, Cassandra Cortis, Walt Brown, Trisha Heisinga, Liz Kotner, Lori Kirkhoff, Heather Hansen, Abby Damon, Brad DeRouge, Bill DeRouge, Deb Sikana, John Savona, Andrew Bishop, Jim Ayers, Catherine Waltice, Carrie Wilson, Steve Heisinga, Carrie Wilson, Natalie Boudou, Bruce Malone, Mike Shemaleski, Steve Brown, April Moss, Tina Marie Wolfield. Trisha Heisinga, Sir Paul Terwall, Toby Milden, Tiffany Barnard, Liz Kotner, Jennifer Krittner, Trisha Heisinga, Lucy Spencer, Sarah O'Leary, Rebecca Trabowski, Kemper Troll, Ethan Gelfand, Miranda Mackay, Rajiv Kapoor, Jory McNaught, Michelle Phillips, Projal Gatak, Tarek Camille, Brenda Meller, Randy Roberts, Ken Bogard, Tiffany Hauser, Andrew Bishop, Brian Moore, Angela Johnson, Christy Harold, Amber Ontiveros, James Lawrence, Andrew Bishop, Nick Johnson, Krista Wilson. And that's a wrap, folks, on 100 episodes of the Record Nation. <laughs> the Record, the Record, the Record Nation. That's pretty good. That's pretty nice. Thanks. thanks for joining us today. And special thanks to The Fracture and Jay Matthews for their original music. Stay tuned for more episodes coming out every week that will touch on the topics that are important to HR and people leaders like you. If you have any recommendations or feedback, or if you are looking to partner on creating a more engaging recognition program, you can contact us at podcast at And as always, thank you.